What's up, everybody? This is Taylor Siebert again with another Taylor Talks. These have been so much fun. Excited to share this conversation here with a, another good friend of mine. I know I say that every time, but these are uh, good friends. And this one today is going to be a friend of mine that is a business owner. So so not in education, but we're going to have a fun conversation. I'm excited to, to bring in Blake Burgess. And Blake, I was trying to remember when we first met, what year did you move back to York? Uh, 2010. Okay, so yeah. 2010, yeah. It was right when uh, Jessica and I moved back to Henderson, I think. And uh, take us through, introduce yourself, take us through your kind of career journey, what led you and Casey and Casey's from Henderson. How far back do you want me to go? Well, let's keep it brief because we (laughs) want to get into the, the main part of the conversation. I like to to use these to highlight on three different things. So we're going to talk about retail, being a business owner, and then talk a little football conversation here as well. But take us through kind of what led you to York, Nebraska. Yeah, so uh, I met my wife. Uh, she was going to uh, Tabor College, and I was coaching at Sterling College. I'd, I'd already been to college. I was coaching football. Um, I met Casey, my wife, is from Henderson, so that's how she was in Taylor's class, and so that's how the, the connection works a little bit here. Uh, so we uh, got married, moved to West Des Moines. I was going to go back and get my master's in public health, which would be very useful right now uh, <laughs> if I would have done that, but uh, didn't. I went to school for a little bit, and then I'm just like, what am I doing? I mean, I am not a school person. I love to learn, but I'm not a school person, so... Um, at that time, I started working on a part-time at a Ace Hardware and uh, moved to full-time, uh, good friends with the owner, and uh, just had the opportunity. We worked for him for three years. He had promoted me to his assistant manager, and then we had the opportunity here in York. My father-in-law came and said, hey, there's a true value for sale. We'll help you buy it if you want to. And originally, we were like, Ugh. We were young, you know, 28 at the time, 29. Uh, and it's like, I don't know. Uh, the more I thought about it, it's like, yeah, let's do it. We want to do it eventually. You know, it's kind of like pull the bandaid off quick. You know, we had friends in West Des Moines. We love it there, but you know, the longer we stayed there, the more entrenched we were going to be. So it's like, let's do it. And, uh, you know, also it's like in 10 years, you have loan paid off or whatever, you know? So we did that in 2010, moved back here, bought it was a true value, converted it to an ACE. Um, which I can explain later what the difference is. Um, but so been going with that ever since. And uh, so ten, yeah, 10 years. Yeah. And had a kid, we had a kid and then bought the store and then had a kid. And then four years later, bought another store or five years later. And then in between there, we actually had two kids. So we're, we have three stores and three kids. There so, you go. That, that's a good way to kind of line it up. So, Really interesting. I know we've talked about this and I like to bring out, you know, kind of stories and reminisce in these conversations because, you know, we've been friends for last, you know, nine, 10 years. So I kind of know all this, but even for people that watch this and and know who you are, but, you know, that moment that you had, I think this will provide a lot of people value is, you know, you thought you wanted to go into public health. You did a lot of different things before you kind of, you know, realized your calling was was in retail customer service. When when was that moment you fell in love with retail and knew, hey, someday I want to have my own store and be a business owner? What take take us back? Funny part is, you know, I don't think I ever worked retail 
Uh, I worked. I worked at a coffee shop. That's sort of retail. I was a yeah. barista. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, not a couple of years, a couple of months. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I worked retail until I was at the East and West Des Moines. Um, so I didn't know anything about it until I got got into it. Probably as I was working in West Des Moines, I realized, you know what? I'm pretty good at this. I'm a like I'm a, a people person, right? I'm good talking to people. Uh, I know what my skill set is, and uh, and I. The funny thing with Ace Hardware is, you know, it helps to have a wide variety of skills because we're problem solvers. People come in and ask questions, and I would say I'm an expert in nothing at the ha household. Like I'm not. I couldn't tell you a lot, but I can tell you a lot of stuff that will help you out. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, so I'm the same way, right? Yeah. With, with, on the technology content side, it's like you have this vast array of different products, and you know where to point people to and, the, and put them in the right direction. That's a great, great idea there. And then we also tell our our employees like, if you can read faster than the customer, you're the expert. So here's this here's this product <laughs> right here. Oh, yep, kills that that that. There's what's what you need. <laughs> Literally, I was doing that this morning, killing weeds, as it's a exactly. beautiful day here. So, so let's let's talk a little bit more about retail. Being in West Des Moines, what did you learn at that store that has helped you? You know, as you kind of we'll get into the business side of things, but I want to focus on on retail. You know, B 2 C consumers coming into your store and and how you serve them. We'll talk a little bit about customer service, but. What, what did you learn in that moment talking to all those people as you kind of were being groomed to have your own store? Uh, you know, there's lots of things you learn, obviously. Um, some of the things are I learned how to, uh, how I'd want to treat my employees. I was like, Doug didn't treat me bad at all. Doug and Jennifer, still a great friend with them. They didn't treat me bad at all. But I felt like I wanted to go a little different route than what we did. So I just learned some culture things that way. Uh, like I said, though, he's still a great, a great person, and uh, his stores are doing great. So, uh, but we're, you know, just a little different, and he's a little more close to the vest than I am. And uh, like we like to share with our employees how well we're doing and that kind of stuff, and that's fine. Um, and learn some customer service skills that I didn't have. I particularly remember not how to how to handle situations. You know, like retail is not always fun. There's upsetting uh, customers that come in all the time. So definitely learned how to handle those situations. And uh, I won't say I'm an expert at it, but, you know, you get You, you learn by people right. coming in with problems. Yeah. And you know, I still have customer employees who you know, say, like, how do, how do you do that? And I'm just like, just it's time. And, you know, it's most of it's just staying calm through. You know, I've had people pounding on desks and, you know, that kind of stuff. And, um it's not fun all the time, but, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but those are some big ones I've learned. Uh, and then, you know, just, um, this will go back. I know all your questions, you know, uh, how to continue to work as a team, you know, cause I was an assistant manager. So, um, I was Doug only had one store while I was there now, you know, now he has two stores. So he has managers. So, um, how to work, bring the team together and, you know, go to the, the goal. Uh, I learned that a little more in West Des Moines, but also you know, through my football career too. So, yeah. yeah, you know, we both read the book uh, "Good to Great," right? We we like to read books. Sometimes we get a little carried away with with books, right? Yeah, there they all are. That's that's a nice collection there. Uh, <laughs> you know, 
I, I just tweeted out last night the hedgehog concept. I've got it on the whiteboard here. You know, speak to that and how that's kind of helped you. I know that was one of your missions uh, for your team is around the customer service and being the best in the world at it, right? So how do you cast that vision in York, Nebraska? And then we'll get into owning multiple stores here next. Yeah, so our vision is, look over here, it's going to written down. Not that yeah. I don't. Don't that I don't know. <laughs> I'm not judging. <laughs> uh, we exist to help rural America flourish. That is like our our thing. It. And uh, I believe that small towns. Uh, now my stores are in York, David City, and North Platte. Which North Platte, in our standards, Nebraska standards, is not a small town. But really, it's 24,000 people. It's a small town, right? So uh, we exist to help rural America flourish. And we believe that small towns deserve to have world-class hardware stores, just like any other city or big town. Uh, and we, I know there's a lot of small towns that get by with less than world-class just because of they can get by with it, right? So um, there's no other options, right? And so... What we're what we tell our people like we're not going to do that. We're going to be the best we can be, and uh, because York deserves it, David City deserves it, and uh, North Platte deserves it. Uh, you know, you look at our David City stores in a town of three thousand. There are not very many options there. We could probably be not very good and still survive and make money, but that's not who we want to be. We want to be um, again world class hardware stores. Uh, because people in small towns deserve it just as much as anybody else. And so, I love it. So on the business side, for those maybe watching that want to buy kind of a, it's Ace is a, a co-op, but you could say a, a franchise or start their own business. Take us through that process. So not only are you running retail, but then you're also, you know, purchasing a ton of product. You've got a large team. I mean, you're operating a, a pretty large business and now in multiple locations. So, Take me back to just getting York established and then that moment when you said, hey, I really want to take what we built in York and apply that into another community. And now you're David City and North Platte. We'll get to that. But the first question is, is you know, what did you learn those first several years in running the York store and transitioning from True Value to Ace? So, yeah, we transitioned from True Value to Ace. Uh, really, at the time, True Value was a co-op. Ace was a co-op. There wasn't that different other than Ace is better. <laughs> well, of course. Uh, you know, just better better buying power, better well-known. Um, again, obviously. The brand. The brand uh, yeah. Right, exactly. It's, it's a better brand overall. There's nothing wrong with True Value. But, in fact, they've actually switched from – they're not a co-op anymore. Um, so they're just a place to buy stuff. Uh, a co-op means – all the ACE owners own ACE hardware. So we get a dividend back at the end of the year. Um, so, you know, it's, it was good. It was the right move for sure. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, we were here in New York four years, four and a half years before we buy David City. Uh, probably about year three, three and a half, you know, it's like Casey and I started talking like, yeah, we probably want another store eventually. So um, I kind of started taking the steps to figure out how to do that, right? Because going from one to two, uh, unless unless it was close, say, you know, it was 15 minutes away, I can run both stores, right? And be the right. man in both stores. Uh, but knowing, you know, in Nebraska, nothing's close, right? You're 30 minutes, 
at least, you know, 50 minutes to David City. And so it's like I started taking the steps to try to figure out what are the things I need to set up and do to back off and uh, run these stores from a distance, right? Yeah. And so one of them was not being the manager of the store anymore. Uh, so I don't work in on your in, in your, your. yes, yeah. correct. Um, and so we, you know, brought in a manager or promoted a manager. And uh, now York, unfortunately, gets me here. So um, they have a little hard, harder time with me being in the store versus the other stores. The managers right. run those stores, you know, 100% the other stores. Well, you know, the big boss is here. So uh, I've had to be, I've been fired off the floor uh, by my manager here because I would do a drive-by, come in and say, do this, this, and this, and undercut from what she had said. And it's like, ooh. So uh, I, I know I know what you're dealing with. And so we've learned through those, those steps uh, and then just figuring out how to, I've tried to find other ACE owners have done the same, same thing. And actually it's harder than you think. Um, there's a lot of ACE owners that are been around for 50 years and their parents have done this, but there's not as many that have gone from one to two to three on up in the last 20 years. Now that's changing yeah. uh, right now because a lot of stores are adding more stores. Well, it's, it's difficult. And now, you know, having, it was probably a lot more difficult 50 years ago to buy multiple stores because you did have to probably travel to those and be on the road so much. Now with technology, you can For jump sure. on this and do video calls and they still trust you. You can feel like, hey, you know, they've got things under control without having to be there every single day. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, and the big thing is, you know, you gotta find people that you trust and yeah. you can work with. Our manager, all our managers are very good, uh, but our manager, manager in David City, he was, um, and we. No, no other reason to find him other than he was brought to us from the Lord, right? You know, it's like totally. Yeah. Casey and I are like, okay, if we're gonna do this, we gotta have the right person. Well, guess what? We found a guy. Uh, I had an employee at the time working who worked at Walgreens for a long time. He's like, hey, I know this guy. Walgreens is will lay him off because they're eliminating his position. He's been in retail for twelve years. He's from David City, Nebraska, <laughs> and he's looking for stuff. We brought him in. It was. We hit it off right away, and, and we the right guy. And now he actually is more of my GM. He helps me run North Platte too. Uh, yes, nice. the David City manager. So, yeah, that's so cool. I mean, uh, I've experienced the same thing. I know we've talked about that when you when you go, hey, you give it up to to God to go. If you want this to happen, you want us to walk through this door. Like, yep, he will provide. And I think that's. I'm glad you brought that up because it is a very important part of business and running a business is. Uh, yeah. To let go and <laughs> and have that trust, right? Because yeah, if you're you not trust them. with the Lord, uh, you're going to really struggle with the trust with your with your team and your people. Exactly. And, you know, I've had to to go through that as well. And talking about this, I you know didn't realize some similarities there and what you've had to do and running you know, multiple stores. I know a lot of ACE owners, and uh, I see some people just hold on too tight. You know, the whole finch cliffs, you know, claps and you know, things are slipping through their hands and, you know, they can't, you know, they can't let go. They want too much control. And uh, you see these ACE owners are like that and they're just stuck at two and three stores and they're just wearing themselves thin and they can't figure out. And it's like, if you want to grow, you got to let go. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm going to write that down as yeah. we uh, 
How about culture-wise? Um, how do you develop the culture in North Platte? Obviously, you have to go out there, but but how do you develop that? Take what you know. I'm sure the culture is a little bit different in at each store. How do you kind of trickle in? You know how you envision that world-class customer service at each store. So yeah, uh, back to North Platte. We you know we bought North Platte two years ago, and uh, it was a good deal. Uh, and I also actually wanted to buy a store even further away because I want to learn. I wanted to learn how to do this from a distance because if I can do it two and a half hours away, I can do it four hours away. Yep. So um, just gives us more options, right? So. Um, how do we do it in North Platte? Well, we're still learning. Uh, but the thing is, you know, you, you go over your values and you talk about that. And you would go out there and we go over over operations and that kind of stuff. But with the managers in particular, when we go out there, we'll sit down and we'll we'll go over that stuff. Uh, and and then I do what's we call it the Tuesday 1004. Um, it's easy to remember, 1004, right? On Tuesdays. Um, uh, we've canceled them right now through this COVID thing, but uh uh, we do a uh, leadership message. So I'll find a leadership message and we'll talk and we'll talk about culture and that stuff uh, with all the managers, I should say. So York will sit here in my office. The other two will get on. Uh, I think we use Google Meet and yep. we'll just do a message uh, that way. It's usually about 20, 30 minutes. You know, we've had Craig Rochelle, we've had Maxwell, Cynic, you know, all these guys. And, uh, because I want to continue to grow them too, and, yeah. and you know, um, you know, you've got to be intentional. And a lot of these man people out there are not about intentional, intentional about growing. Um, and so I'm trying to help them. You know, I can't expect my people to go home and read Jim Collins. Uh, <laughs> you know, I would love it if they did, uh, but you know, that's it's just you know. I want them to have a life outside of work. I'm like, you right. know, did you read this book last night? You know, that's not who I want to be. So I'm trying to spill in some leadership here, here and there through this whole thing. So, um, so we work on it. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't think we do a great job of culture. Uh, a lot of it does just, I mean, the culture is the owner a little bit, right? You know, you, the store reflects the owner. And so I think that comes out through me and into the managers a little bit. And, uh, and they understand, you know, what we're about. You know, our, our values are, you know, love, teamwork, excellence, a higher calling, integrity, and service. You know, and, um, love is the biggest, though. That's the one we talk about the most. You know? Yeah, just caring for your for your employees because yeah. they're the ones on the front lines interacting with the customers. And if, if they're not feeling love, they're going to – that'll be, you know, shown to the customers, right? Yeah, if they don't love where they work, you know, uh, yeah. They ain't gonna give you a good service. They're not gonna work hard for you, and so I mean, that's our biggest yeah. thing. Is uh, you hear my computer system shutting down there? Uh, uh, is, I thought it was uh, someone sneezing or something. That's our our, our Epicor system we use for our sales and stuff. So. Gotcha. <laughs> it has a timeout after 15 minutes. Uh, but yeah, it's like, but it's also like, um, you know, loving them, but not just you know getting walked all over. You know, tough love too. It's like, listen, we told you to do this. Why aren't you doing it? Yeah, you got to hold them accountable. Exactly. So, so um, all right. So that that was about twenty minutes of business talk. Uh, I also want to talk about uh, personally, and and you were a college athlete. You grew up in what I call, and I still never read that book. Oh, uh, you got to read it. I don't know. Oh, I know. I was gonna say that I haven't because all your friends and 
family from Kansas are going to be watching this and go, and he's talking about, you know, the capital city of football in Kansas where you were born and raised. Take us back to those days. And did I remember right? Did you tell me you probably were more built to be a cross-country runner? Uh, yeah. but it was like that wasn't even an option, right? It was, uh, it was an option. It was an option. I'll, I'll talk about that. Uh, unfortunately, I was not born in Smith Center. I was born in Phillipsburg, the uh, arch nemesis, thirty miles away. So let's not <laughs> let's not you know go into that too far. So <laughs> uh, yeah, I grew up in Smith Center, Kansas. Uh, big football town. Still is a big football town. Um, yep. I think my graduating class in '99. I think we had, well, we had 12 or 13 go play college football out of the 20 in the class. Wow. Wow. And uh, talk about culture, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, My sophomore year or junior year, you know, it's a school of 200 kids, you know, maybe 100 guys. We had 80 some guys out for football. Wow. And so, and and how how did that that's that come solely from the coach? I mean, the, the yeah, coach, a lot of that over time, or just I, the yeah, a lot of peer pressure though to go out from football, other than other sports. Yeah. Uh, so, I wouldn't say all the time, you know, but yeah. uh, but when yeah. you look back and think about that experience, obviously you're proud of it, right? What did you learn? What did you learn from that experience? You know, you guys you know, won a lot of games and then moving into college, I know you still keep in touch with your, your coach and, and teammates and things like that, which I think is why we play sports. Yeah. Uh, so let me, let me talk about why I, so I was a better track runner and I would have probably been a really good cross country runner. Uh, I, you can't tell right here, but I have <laughs> long limbs, you know, uh, I, you know, I got second in state 800 and, and, uh, I was a, I was a really good runner, uh, and I, in fact, I never got pushed. I was actually talking to my friends about this the other day. It's like, you know, I had, our high school f- football coach was our high school track coach, and he just like, hey, get ahead of those kids over there. And so, I, you know, <laughs> I never got pushed. And he, like, there are some regrets. Like, I probably could have been a really good runner, uh, but the crazy part is, football led me to where I'm at now. You know. Right. To my wife, it led me to exactly to where I'm at now. And so yep. God's got a hand through his whole thing. You see how that whole thing just winds together through this whole thing. And if I would have gone out for cross country my sophomore year when I was thinking about it, I yeah. might not be here. So yeah, it's uh, it's funny how it all works together. Uh, but yeah, I mean, my I enjoyed football more in college and high school. Uh, and probably because I got better and bigger and, um, and I was, yeah. Uh, and the, the culture is better at Trinity. I went to Trinity International University, uh, Christian college. And so it was more, we wanted to win games. Don't get me wrong, but it's also about making men, uh, yeah. men would, uh, go and take care of their families and, you know, raise Christian homes, that kind of stuff. So I love that. Yeah. It's, there's some great dudes still great friends with and you i'm sure you are if you're basketball buddies you know um i got well i was lucky enough two of my cousins from smith center went to trinity and so we talked basically daily uh, all the time and uh 
you know, best friends. And then I still talk to good Smithsonian friends and I still, you know, that's the world we live in now. You can just talk to your friends, you know, we got group me and it's like, I'm on a group with like 10 of my college friends and we just, you know, send stuff all day long. So make yeah, sure keep, you keep each other accountable, right? Like you did yeah. when you were bashing helmets together. That is, that is the cool part and that bond you create. And that's why I'm such a big proponent to, to team sports. And if you have the opportunity to go to college, I think that will, you know, as the college landscape changes, I think, man, there's team sports still provides us so much, especially in the business world, right? Like oh, yeah. so many crossovers and, and uh, things like that on leadership. And I think that's why we, you know, became friends too, was, you know, playing basketball. And I was, I, I don't think I've ever told you this, but I was like, when you first came to the first Sunday open gym, I was like, who's this cat? Like, I'm going to show him, you know, and then we became really great friends. It's been a lot of fun, but sports does that right with yeah. being competitive it brings you closer together yeah and you be on teams you the, i think about it like the biggest thing about teams a good teams is you learn trust right yeah so and so is doing their job you trust them 100 percent to do their job that frees you up to do your job 100 you know yeah. so it, if you can't trust as a leader you can't trust your people is you're not freed up to do your job and make you know start looking for other stores or whatever, you know, it's, if you're always worried about, are they doing their thing back there? Yeah. You know, you, it's, you know, yeah, it'll, it'll run you. Yeah. You'll, you'll burn out cause you're worried about everybody else all the time. Yeah. So I've been there, done that. Yeah. So, you know, I just wanted to talk about, I, I like to keep these things, you know, 25, 30 minutes, just talk about, you know, your experience in retail is unique and, and how it led you there at business and, at sports and being involved in football and growing up in Kansas now in Nebraska. And we're both, you know, husbands, fathers, Christians, and trying to lead our families and wanted to highlight, you know, and, and share your story. And that's what Taylor talks is all about. It's not about me. It's about, you know, bringing other people's stories up and sharing that out. Cause a lot of times we don't get interviewed and get asked some of these types of questions. And we just assume, you know, like, oh, everybody already kind of knows that, but trying to peel back the layers a little bit in a 30 minute segment here. But how can people find you, Blake, and, and get, you know, if they're interested in retail, they're interested in, you know, Ace Hardware stuff and yeah. um, kind of podcast. So, um, yeah, I have, a, I have a podcast it's called the PAL Pod, which stands for, so I'm the president of Progressive Ace Leaders, which is kind of a younger retailer group. Uh, of ace leaders and so it's called the pal pod and me and my friend ryan linder <clears throat> take turns interviewing and it's the same thing what you're talking about they're just stories how'd you get ace hardware um what are you doing this kind of stuff it's stories are so powerful right you know it's like just even listen to your story where you've come from what you've done and where you're at and just it's a so powerful and we don't share them enough with with uh with other people uh, even like in the Christian life, right? You know, we should probably do that more often. Tell you, tell the story. I don't know if I've ever had for you, Taylor, but you know, I'll tell you the story of how, where you got where you're at. So, uh, so anyways, the Pal Pod is what it's called. You can find it where podcasts are at. Uh, I have a Twitter account. I am on occasionally, which is at Burgess Blake. Uh, Facebook, it's Blake Burgess. Instagram. LinkedIn, you know, just my name, all that stuff. So you've come a long ways in uh, social media since we first <laughs> became friends because of me 
forcing you to, but <laughs> exactly. you understand it and uh, you understand the value of creating content and driving traffic to your store. And, and I know you guys, you know, real quick with everything that is going on, if you're watching this now or you're watching this in six months, you know, through this pandemic, you guys have been able to, to stay open, thankfully, right? Thankfully. Oh, man. Uh, what a blessing. And I'll, I'll be honest, you know, I to, I've told several people, I feel like I'm on a roller coaster because it's a blessing to be open. I get it because, you know, there's a lot of stores that are shut and, yep. you know, you can see your mart, your dollars, you know, go away. And it's like, Ugh. And so we've been blessed yeah. to be open, but like I'm on a roller coaster because like I'm worried for my people, you know, because we trying to do all the right steps to keep them safe. And, yeah. and uh, but, you know, hardware stores are essential because people have houses and things break. <laughs> Especially now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our list for our house just continues to grow every day. And so we've uh, uh, sold so much paint in Mon Garden. So I bet. Well, keep up, keep up the great work in helping rural America flourish. Uh, love, love your mission, your vision, what you're doing at Ace. And appreciate you being on. Thank you guys for watching. I hope you guys found something. I've got some good quotes here. You know, uh, let let go and it will grow, right? Like I, I think that's how we'll end this conversation. Thank you, Blake, so much. Good to see you, man. You too. Talk to you later. Thanks. Yep. Bye.